Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Dynasty Wonderland podcast. That's right, with me, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK, and of course, of course, with me, <laughs> the Salary Captain, the March Heron, a one Mr. Aaron Stewart. What's up, buddy? How it go? Oh, man, we're doing well, doing well. Uh, it's uh, getting near the end of the week. Mm-hmm. I'll be at my weekend before you, but, but you know, a step closer, and you know, I have to say, this game certainly helped because I I have to apologize. When we last recorded, I said, I think we've hit that part of the season where the Thursday night football games are going to suck. But this one, <laughs> this one was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was. I uh, I had a feeling as the game got closer, as the day went on, I was like, I just got this feeling like, Jacksonville is going to play better tonight. Now I did not expect them to jump out to a lead and for the Bengals to have to make a comeback. But man, I I was talking about how I felt really good about the Bengals and I liked what I saw against the Steelers. And of course, the first half I'm sitting here going, what the fuck was I thinking? Buying into the goddamn Bengals. (laughs) But then patience, Ryan. Let's see what happens in the second half. And fuck, that since the offense came alive, Burrow came alive, they started dealing. And since his defense picked it up and uh, Jacksonville just, you know, looked like a completely different team. But it's nice to see, you know, I was all off with their heads with Urban Urban Meyer uh, pretty recently, as you know. But this was better. At least for at least for a half, at least it was better. It was better. And and I just want to say one thing. James Robinson, I love you. My guy had a game. Yes, he did. And it's full on uh, bell cow for him, too. Carlos Hyde was uh, inactive. So, mm-hmm. oh, how do you pronounce his last name? Dare Ogunbowale. Ogunbowale. Okay, I got close enough on that one. Who was who was known for making a career out of out of special teams, and, and you know, props to him for that. You know, you got to kind of earn your money somehow. And yep. and we saw James Robinson get what twenty touches in this game, I believe. Yeah, well, he had eighteen carries. He oh, had two 19. targets, one catch, but seventy-eight yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, uh-huh. and you know the the usage the usage is good. And yes. for the James Robinson haters, no, no, I'm not particularly a believer in him. At the end of the day, volume's key. He's going to get all these touches, get fall in the end zone once. It's going to be a productive fantasy week. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I, I don't, as much as I love this dude, it's partly because of my attachment to him from one of my very first Roto Underworld articles. And, 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 you know, I like the undrafted guys that are talented and that uh, find ways to stick around. And this dude's got a good profile. He's talented and he's found a way uh, to, and you know, ATN not being around certainly um, does him a lot of favors, grants him a lot of opportunity, but he's making the most of it. So it's good to see, not so good to see poor Mr. Chark NATO, man, broken fucking ankle. God Damn it all with these injuries, man. That was a, that's a tough one, man. And I know he wasn't doing like a hell of a lot so far this year, fantasy wise, but that's a bummer. That's a bummer. 
Very much so. Yeah, you pour one out for him. Yeah. And because this is also, this is contract year for him? Is it oh, what yeah. season? I think so. I think so. Man, just a untimely in- injury there. For and, sure. you know, for, for Chark, you know, you just, you hope he hits his rehab hard. He'll, he'll be back you know, for people that go, I'm, I did not see the injury, but like when I read fractured I ankle, I was like, Oh, yep. But just like with Dak Prescott, a broke broken bones are in terms of like lingering injuries are more preferable than ligaments. Mm. Uh, well, ideally we don't want any injuries, but right. for people worrying about charging the long haul, you know, if you're a rebuilding team and you're just looking to maybe get a guy, maybe a cheaper cost and, and you have, you're not going to compete this year. It's worth it. You know, if he's on a contending team, you probably get a pretty nice discount. I'm sure he's going to be fine next season. He'll come right. back. Yeah. Cause I was kind of excited. Um, I was trying to actually get Tony Pollard or David Montgomery off of my brother in a league. And I was throwing in DJ Chark as one of the pieces and he had no interest in DJ Chark. And I'm just like, I, he's fucking 24 and he's, he's yeah. only 24 and he's going to be going to an, like, like, sure. There's no guarantee of, of, of a productive future, but he's still young, he's talented and he could be going potentially to a team where he's got a, a big role next year so you know it's just someone that i'd be interested in acquiring so i was a little surprised he wasn't but to each their own so like you said might be able to get him on the cheap now so certainly certainly and then one of the other takeaways is that in chark's absence was finally the big game for lavisca chenault that's right coming up and you know there's a lot of people that obviously the start for chenault this season has not been ideal to the point where people go do I even roster him in redraft leagues? Look, you just have to believe in the talent sometimes. And you have to be patient. And so there are some players that you just go, look, his athletic profile, I'd rather just keep him on the bench because when he blows up, he, he's going to be such a dangerous weapon. And right. almost went for 100 yards in mm-hmm. tonight's game. 99. And, yeah, and, and proving people wrong because, yes, he had only been catching the, the shallow um, – targets there in the, in this offense but showing that he can do more that he's an explosive athlete he's getting carries uh let's see behind james robinson he may have had so trevor lawrence got a few carries but i thought chanel had two carries i was mistaken he had yeah, one, one but, for 11 yeah but still showing some explosiveness there uh probably my other takeaway cj uzuma just oh yeah coming out of nowhere and, and you know what this is a player that ruptured his Achilles last mm-hmm. season. That, that was actually the last time he scored a touchdown, was week two of the 2020 season, ruptured his Achilles. So one of the things I go is like, you know, we're so quick to go, oh, ruptured Achilles, like he's done. And it probably helped that he played the Jaguars defense. But oh, Uz- for sure. But Uzuma, he looked fast, but like I said, hard to tell when no one's like near him at all. And, and I mentioned that because we've seen a lot of players deal with Achilles, Cam Akers being the most notable one. And maybe there's some optimism that like, the long-term outlook for a player like Akers, I mean, it's a different position, but 
maybe it's it's like how the ACL used to be. You know, torn ACL used to be mm. a career ender. Now it's like, okay, you're going to miss the season. You'll you'll be back and be able to continue to play. Right. So, kind of curious. There, I would love to be able to learn something from the medical experts in, in the fantasy football field about you know what what can we expect with ruptured Achilles? Like, is it getting right. better? The sports science, at least. Well, it looked good to me. I mean, fantasy wise, I think like this was a hell of a game, obviously five for 95, two touchdowns, but I mean, T Higgins is going to be back and fantasy wise might render him back to being useless anyway, but uh, definitely an interesting case for what you were talking about. Um, Joe Mixon made some noise, but then he left Looked like he was dealing with injury as well. Um, I didn't get like exactly the word on that. I don't know if you heard anything about that. Yeah, the the coach and he take it with a pinch of salt. Here goes. He thinks it's a minor ankle issue. Hmm. It's it's weight and ankles. Yeah, and if there is one benefit of playing in a Thursday night game, it's that your next game is going to be ten days away. So. Hmm. It's something to monitor. It also means that for next week's waiver claims, man, who is Samaje P. Ryan was getting carries, but P. Ryan's not, it's not pass catcher. Uh, one guy to monitor in deeper leagues would be Chris Evans, not Captain America, but the rookie running back for the Bengals. He's mm-hmm. a pass catcher at least. And P. Ryan has hung around the league, but he's, just just a dude just a guy that's right so i i agree so you know worth a zero dollar maybe a one dollar bid in with with your fab for next week for sevens main to monitor for those deeper leagues 14 team leagues maybe worth a shot for sure i agree i agree and uh i think to wrap it up i would just say that joe burrow um you know, I talked last week that, you know, all around good game from the Bengals. I liked what I saw, but I did want to see a little more from Joe Burrow. Thought we could see it tonight. And sure, not a lot in the first half. And, and you know, part of that I do think is, is I mean, Jacksonville had the ball for quite a bit of that first half. The one drive in particular was super long. So they, they were chewing up some clock. And uh, you saw in the second half, Really good comeback. He goes for 348 yards, two touchdowns. Good game, Joe Burrow. And I was watching him. Uh, one of my, you know, football podcasts that I talk about, they were calling him Slippery Joe. Slippery Joe. Slippery Joe, he was. There was a couple of plays I saw where he was just fucking just sliding out of trouble, in and out of trouble. It was great. Um, so Burrow's looking good. Looks like he's, you know, <clears throat> People were talking about worried about him at the beginning of the season. You know, where's he at mentally with, you know, the injury and all of that. He's playing well, man. He's playing well. So good to see. And uh, head-to-head, Burrow versus Lawrence, even though that's not really how football works. But uh, Burrow gets a win in, in, in his column. Okay, now 
We're going to do things a little bit differently again. And, and forgive us. We're still working our way through the kinks and all of this. And we, we just kind of decided uh, the way we did it last week with the draft and then the wheel. Well, the wheel part was kind of pointless and just added more time. So we're just going to talk about the games as we draft them. Still working on the way how we're going to decide to go, who goes first. But Aaron, I just want you to go ahead and take it. Go with the first game that you are looking at for this weekend, for Sunday. All righty. We've got a few really great games. Mm-hmm. And there's probably, I think it comes down to two games that people would choose as their favorite. I'm going to go with the battle between two unbeaten division rival teams. We've got the Arizona Cardinals, we've got mm-hmm. the Los Angeles Rams. This is a pivotal game here. There's a lot of people would talk about the Rams coming off the, the beatdown they put on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers there, that this is the team to beat. And it's really hard to argue that, especially with them being the team to beat the, the defending Super Bowl champs. On the other side, you've got Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals that I, I think some people maybe going into the season were, were saying, you know what, it's the Cardinals' time. That a, a lot of the additions they made, bring in, bringing in a guy like J.J. Watt on the defensive side, it's like, okay, that's a pretty significant addition to the defense here. Mm. Fully expecting Kyler Murray to take the next step in his career and Cliff Kingsbury being, being able to implement more of that air raid offense and bring in an explosive rookie in Rondale Moore. I am intrigued by this one. I, I wish, the only thing I really could wish for in this game is that we'd have a healthy DeAndre Hopkins because, man, Hopkins, Jalen Ramsey matchup. Ooh, ooh, yeah, that would be good. But it's going to be interesting. Like, hopefully there's not a tie. I hate ties in the NFL. And I want to see which team takes the early division lead in the NFC West because that's been an excellent division to, to watch. It's normally mm-hmm. pretty competitive. And, man, these teams, these teams usually – it's a pretty high scoring game. So it, it may come down to a pivotal moment, like a like a stop on third down, or even a team going for it on fourth down. Do they convert? Does the other team get the stop? It's it's gonna come down to like two or three plays, is my prediction for this one. I could totally see that. <laughs> um I feel like the Rams have a bit better of a defense, but other than that this could be crazy, like at points wise. So th- this could be definitely a lot of fun. And that's definitely the number one pick on the board, if you ask me. Now, I know, obviously, you're going to play all your guys <laughs> in this matchup. And hey, maybe we get a, a big Chase Edmonds game. <laughs> Chase Edmonds. I, well, I'll tell you, but we'll get back to him in a second, uh, just dealing with some trades and stuff. Anyway, um, so who do you have winning this game? I'm going to go bold on this one. I'm going to say Arizona. Ooh, like it. I'm going to take the Rams. I just think, man, I just think they're – I like what Arizona's doing. But yeah. They had some trouble last week. Uh, and the Rams, like, I look at who Arizona played, and they, they kind of struggled. And then I look at who the Rams played and they fucking basically destroyed them. And I'm just like, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I think that that Stafford to the Rams thing might've been one of those uh, 
you know, magic in a box kind of things, you know, where it just, they magic in a bottle. What am I thinking? Lightning in a bottle. That's for, (laughs) I got there eventually. I got there eventually. (laughs) Oh goodness. Okay. So I'm going to take the Rams. You got the Cardinals. Okay. And oh, by the way, you took Cincinnati, right? For tonight's game? I did. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I did. I did. It's just Um, hard to take the Jaguars. uh, Although they did almost prove it. Yeah, especially right after we're offing Urban Meyer's head last week. (laughs) Uh, All right. All right. So my first one, it's tough. Uh, You were talking about two games. There's a handful of ones I like. And well, I know and I understand the big Brady goes back to New England. I do fantasy wise. Blah. As a matter of fact, we're just going to just real quick knock this game out to even talk. I'm excited for this game as a football fan. I'm glad it's on Sunday night so I can just sit and watch it. And fantasy-wise, I I feel like this is going to go one of two ways. It's going to be a very close game because Bill put together a great defensive game plan or the Bucs are going to just cream them. So, like, you're going to do what you're going to do. You're going to play your Bucs regardless. And then – with the Patriots, I probably, I'm probably fade him, <laughs> you know? So that's, that's kind of the way I take the game. Uh, I don't know if you want to say a quick thing about it and then I'll go to my actual pick, but I figure we might as well talk about this one, get it out the way real quick. Cause the, it is football wise, a really big game. It's just right. not one of the more intriguing ones fantasy wise, you know, but go ahead. Certainly yeah, the, I think there will be some fantasy relevant players in New England. Mm. It's, it's interesting that James White loss is going to be massive because that backfield. JJ Taylor. I, I am hoping. I have been big on JJ Taylor mm-hmm. all all this like all off season. Like I, I he was the guy that I just I was like I just had a feeling like he was gonna get his when he got his moment that he'd shine. He hasn't gotten in the regular season yet, and I'm hoping. Fingers crossed on that one. I. It'll be interesting. Bill Belichick's a smart coach. So I think he knows you can't just go and hand the ball to Damian Harris against Tampa Bay. You just can't. Like, right. You got to learn from what Dallas did in week one. Like the, the teams are going to beat them. The teams are going to pass. Is this the game where the tight ends finally get involved? Possibly. And I, I kind of like Jacoby Myers. I just, yeah. I could, I could see him attacking more on the inside not not challenging the outside corners so much it's that's that really seemed to be a, an area that tampa bay struggles with is especially especially the tight end positions i i think it's going to be the center of the field is where mm-hmm. bill belichick really targets so uh we'll, i'll say that this will be a johnny smith game i've been waiting for one and i think this is the perfect game to to utilize a highly athletic tight end. It'd be nice to see. I would love to see it, especially on Sunday night football. And I would love to pick New England. Just, you know, as much as I rooted against New England for so long, I'm so sick of the, like, well, Tom Brady won. Yeah, Tom Brady proved it was him, not Bill Belichick all along. Like, you hear that shit, and it's just like, like, normally I'm going to side with players, but Belichick's hell of a, like, 
do you realize some of the years they won the Super Bowl, how great that defense was and how yeah. not great Tom Brady was? <laughs> like, right. like, not that he was bad, but like, come on, come on. So, like, it, it's just crazy now because he's 40 years old and still doing it. And Bill was like, I got to move on, man. It's just like, <laughs> I get it. Brady wanted to move on to anyway. Anyway, so I, I'm kind of rooting for New England a little bit, just a little bit. But I have to go with Tampa Bay. Well, and I think on this one, maybe to make it a little interesting, but also I can see what it's a it's a home game for New England. I did see mm-hmm. it's in New England. Yeah, Tom Brady gets all emotional. Like yeah. I don't know, he's pretty robotic. <laughs> It'll be. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the home team. I'm gonna take, take the Patriots because you know I know that most weeks like <clears throat> Tampa Bay versus whoever they play, Tampa Bay is going to be pick to win but tampa bay is gonna lose some games they're just on mm. and there's Gronk dealt with uh, an injury in the last game you know what's the status he may play but you know, he's probably gonna be hurting yeah antonio yeah. brown who just came off came off the covid list and uh, i don't know he missed that game did he actually have covid i don't i don't know how that, that worked like the nfl's kind of hush hush about things with with covid i mean like they'll yeah. they'll say a player's out because of covid but we don't even really know what that means i because i think he he had a positive test so you know I that's that's, that's already means, a couple yeah. Of, yeah you have a couple of weapons that are down new england and Gronk, defense. ribs yeah this is ribs and he was at not at practice today so right so you know it at full health I would take Tampa Bay, but some of the weapons not a hundred percent in New England against. Um, if there's one coach that knows how to stop uh, Bill Belichick, how to stop Tom Brady, it's Bill Belichick, who's a defensive backs. Well, his coach specializes coaching defensive backs. He's a defensive minded coach, and shoot, coached Tom Brady for twenty years. So. Some might say Brady would know how to attack his defense too. It's true. So it's true. So we'll see which we'll see. one it is. Yes, we will definitely see. I, I'm kind of real, you know. <clears throat> I, I give you props because I, I thought about it, but I was like, yeah. If the and you know they both lost last week, so you know they're both going to be pissed and looking away. It'll be. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Right. Okay, Absolutely. so I'll go with my pick. And uh, this is tough because th- there's a few that I like. I'm going to leave that one for you because I feel like you, t- you know what? Cleveland at Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota, a team I really used to root for. Man, their offense has been killing it. And Cleveland, a, t- a team I am very much invested in rooting for this year. Uh, I want to see him do well. And um, <clears throat> I think that we're going to get some points in that. This is one of the reasons I picked this one. I think, you know, Cleveland's defense playing better, but I think we're going to get a bit of a shootout again in this one. I do think the Browns are going to win, first of all. Um, but I could see this being – another high scoring affair and I'm all fucking for it all for it because 
Well, it would have been nicer if Seattle had put up some more points last week. But, you know, if we can get both teams really going, uh, this could be a fun one. This could be a fun one. But I think uh, I'm still going to go with Cleveland. And it's it's hard to tell with them, fantasy-wise, that you could see by the end of the game, Baker was targeting Odell more. Mm -hmm. And then, again, it was the Kareem Hunt show, hunting bears, he was. And um, so I could see them being, because there's a lot of talk of, God, Felton being kind of like in that Jarvis Landry role. And uh, he did some really cool stuff in the game, but also there was a lot of Kareem Hunt. So, uh, you know, maybe we get that again, um, because the first few weeks, even when Landry was in there, Baker was really spreading it around. but if OBJ is going to be a little bit closer to old school OBJ, maybe he will kind of, you know, dominate some targets there. Um, so I'm, from a fantasy perspective, I'm interested to see the continuation of OBJ, you know, getting involved in this offense. And, and I'm looking to see if Kareem Hunt is going to, you know, possibly continue to have some big games while Jarvis Landry is out or if they might mix it in with him if felt you, you know it, it just have to see how it goes um but fuck they've got so many weapons man I mean <laughs> they they really do uh and then Minnesota I mean you know normal guys they're gonna do their thing I think uh KJ Osborne could have a bounce back week and uh you know they're gonna do their thing and then probably choke at the end and Cleveland will win, <laughs> win the game. So yes, I'm going Cleveland and that's the game I got my eye on. Gotcha. And, and I'll stick with Cleveland on this one. They're just simply the better team. As you mentioned, it's, it's a weird offense because they actually target the receiver position the, at the lowest rate. And mm-hmm. you know, it's certainly not having Odell for the first couple of weeks, then losing Jarvis Landry certainly plays a part. I'm with you. OBJ is set to set to have a big game uh, simply because outside of OBJ, what, Rashard Higgins? I don't think so. And Minnesota's defense is not been good. Quite frankly. No, it's just not. really bad. OBJ has got to capitalize on this. And one of the things we haven't even talked about, Kevin Stefanski. Yes, I forgot to mention that. God damn it. Yes, thank you for bringing it up. Yes. The Stefanski revenge game. So, you know, I love the narrative. And it'll be interesting to see him go against Mike Zimmer, who's a defensive-minded coach. He's going to want to crush him. Because I I almost feel like he thought he could be the next head coach there. But they just, like – they want to keep going with Zimmer. And I'm, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. And uh, so I, I do I do wonder if there's any of that. Plus, yeah, it, it's going to be in that aspect is interesting for sure. So very, very interesting. But um, okay, so Aaron, go ahead with your next pick. Certainly, certainly. So let's go. Hmm. I guess it could be a homer. We're gonna go to the Dallas Cowboys, Carolina Panthers. Yeah, that's because, what I, that's what I left for you. I was gonna, I was thinking about that <laughs> one, but I was like, I'll leave that for him. I'll go. Clean it's because this is going to be a fun fantasy matchup. It just, it, it is. There's, yeah. Even without CMC, there's there's potential for a shootout in this game, and I'm all aboard. Like watching DJ Moore 
have that continue having the huge season that he's having after, of course, disappointing last year. And just on, on Dallas' side, my goodness, they, they can beat you in a variety of ways. Last week was Dalton Schultz, just two touchdowns. So yeah. this will be a big test because not because I'm a Cowboys fan, their season's been impressive. Two and one where the one loss was against Tampa Bay, where they could actually have made field goals and made kicks, made extra points, they probably win that game. They beat the Chargers on the road. They put a beat down on the Eagles. Cowboys have been impressive. Carolina, I'm not completely sold yet. I mean, I, I'm almost there. I mean, I like them. I like them as being a young team that's emerging and developing. Mm-hmm. But people go, oh, they're one of the last undefeated teams. I'm not quite ready to be like, oh, they're a top, I don't know, top eight team. I'm not quite there yet. But a victory over the Dallas Cowboys change things i would change my tone a lot on things like maybe sam darnold sam darnold can go out and have have a big game They're like okay finally doing it against legit competition like that you know not the houston texans right right so it'll be fun to watch it will be interesting to see that without cmc how does that change the panthers offense because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that put a lot of fab on Chuba, I got it right this time. Chuba Hubbard. <sighs> we're we're going to see because I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's going to be the answer. It may be that they utilized more DJ Moore in the, the short intermediate throws. We've seen more of Royce Freeman than people want to see. But, that's what I was going to say. I grabbed him where I could because you never know. Maybe yeah. he uh, getting out of Denver is what he needed. I mean, Absolutely. Mike Davis did it last year. Absolutely. He's been around a minute. <laughs> so I, I grabbed me some Royce Freeman. I'm going to talk about him in my infirmary video that will be coming out. Oh, I meant to text you my little graphic that I made for it. I'll have to do that after <laughs> the show. <laughs> it, um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead with the, which I, I think probably the last brief point on this one is in DFS. This could be one of those games where you know, there's some interesting stacking. Do you do, you do a oh man? Would you do a Sam Darnold DJ Moore stack and bring it around with CD uh, Lamb or something? There's just some interesting options. I think everyone's going to be looking at the NFC West matchups. We've already talked about one of those being Cardinals and Rams, but also. Yeah. Seahawks 49ers, those NFC West matchups usually are very intriguing for the people in tournaments. Mm-hmm. This is a game to not sleep on either. It could be very high scoring. I 100% agree. Um, because while I do think Carolina's got a good defense, they haven't, like you mentioned, they <clears throat> they really haven't had to prove them prove themselves defense or offense against a really tough challenge. So, and while Dallas, it, it, I don't even care I do, what the defense, who the, who, who's the defense? I don't care. I don't care because this Dallas offense to me is just, you, you know, every year you've got an offense or two that are just like, fuck man, they're hard to stop. This is them. This is one of them this year, Dallas Cowboys offense. And so it, even if Carolina's D is pretty solid, they're not going to be able to, you know, hold off the Cowboys offense, in my opinion. Right. So that's going to lead to, okay, 
prove it game for Sam Darnold. Going to have to air it out. Probably going to have to air it out anyway because of the running back situation. And, uh, you know, hopefully them boys can catch some balls for him. But other than that, yeah, we, we could see Terrace Marshall along with DJ Moore. We could actually see Robbie Anderson get back involved again. I mean, so it'll be interesting because I do think they're going to have to throw to keep up with the Cowboys. So, um, yeah. We'll see how Sam Donald does, but I agree with you. Sneaky, sneaky high scoring game. Maybe it's not that sneaky. Maybe it's not, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't even know what the over under is. I guess maybe that's something we should know, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you got Dallas, right? Got Dallas. Absolutely. I agree. Okay. I'm going to go to my next one. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hmm. You know what? I will do Seattle at San Francisco. This game, man. Now, Lockett's banged up. Metcalf's banged up. So, we'll see how the injury reports go. But uh, as long as Russ has some weapons, I think they're going to be able to bounce back. It is in San Francisco. But I... See, this game is so tough because I don't know. Because I'm I'm looking at the injuries. Okay. Sorry, I'm going to look up Metcalf again real quick. What were they saying about him? I was just reading this earlier. Yeah, because he was added on Thursday, limited in practice by a foot injury. That's not good, man. Being added to their injury report late in the week. Tyler Lockett. Let's see. Did not practice Thursday. So this is worrisome. This is worrisome. And Gerald Everett, COVID, right? Yes, COVID. Oh, so it's jeez. Why did I pick this fucking game now that I think? <laughs> <laughs> you jinxed them. Oh man, and I was gonna pick Seattle too. And then I started to remember. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and pick San Francisco. And I'm gonna say, look. Russ is still going to do his thing no, no matter who, he, who he's got out there. Even if he has to run it all over the place, dump it off the back, he's going to do what he has to do. Um, so I imagine they'll compete even if they're down some people. But uh, no need to panic yet. We'll see what the injury report says tomorrow. But I am interested to see. It looks, it looks like Elijah Mitchell is going to be able to go for San Francisco. So kind of want to see what that running back uh, situation looks like with Elijah Mitchell coming back. Cause he looked good in relief over him most um, but I didn't feel like there was anything super impressive last week. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, and other than that, can Jimmy G stave off Trey Lance for another week? So, uh, I mean, this game does have intrigue, not as much fantasy intrigue. Uh, well, We'll see. Again, we'll see what the fucking Friday injury report reveals. But uh, I don't like that Lockett's not practicing and DK is just now popping up on the injury report. That's no fun. Not at all. (laughs) Oh, poor Russell Wilson. What are you going to do? So, Who do you got in this game? You got the... I was going to go Seahawks, but I think I have to go Niners. Yeah. I can imagine the Seahawks going one and three, but. 
it's weird it's weird but yeah it because the game's in san francisco too it's in san francisco the seattle defense has been piss poor and i still would have faith that russ can get it done but if you take away a weapon or two man that makes it really tough (laughs) yeah and and i think i'm with you i'm gonna go 49ers i don't really have anything to to add to this game yeah the points on, on this one Sorry, it was kind of rambly because I was just like, yeah, yeah, I think I'll go with that game. And then the more I thought about it, as I'm talking, I'm like, wait a minute, why, why am I doing this? No, this is not, this could be disastrous. Okay, anyway. All right, next one for you, Aaron, my friend. All right, I've got another undefeated team with something to prove. Well, that's the Denver Broncos. Oh, man, I looked at this one the Baltimore too. Ravens. This is a good one. Here's the fun stat. We like the Denver Broncos. We yes. touted their defense in the offseason. Shout out to the EDG. We've got us both heavily involved with their defense because we we like the Browns defense. And Broncos mm. defense is not disappointed. And it's kind of been the backbone to their 3-0 season. However, with tonight's loss to the Cincinnati Bengals, the Jaguars dropped to 0-4. The other two teams that the Broncos played were the New York Giants and the New York Jets, who are also winless. That's right. The Broncos, in three weeks, they're undefeated, and their opponents have combined for zero wins. Like, congratulations to the Dynasty Wonderland. You guys have as much NFL wins as the Denver Broncos opponents. Uh, and and I'd say, oh, who was it? Joe Judge. Joe Judge said that uh, Excel – analytics and the Excel sheets don't win football games. Or oh, yeah, neither, I remember that. And neither do the Broncos' opponents. So right. the matchup against the Ravens, the Ravens are interesting because at 2-1, and one, they have a great victory against the Kansas City Chiefs. They lost that week one game against the Raiders where, I don't know, like they just got outplayed by a team that I still need to see a little bit more from. I've bumped up the Raiders in in where I believe they should be, but also the team with something to prove. And a 66-yard field goal saved their butts against the Detroit Lions. So this is shaping up to be a fun AFC game where – these two teams that combined for five and one record, they need a statement win. Both teams need a statement win. Right. Because you can build a case that these team starts don't represent how good they actually are. It's a game in Baltimore. No, it's in Denver. It's in Denver, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Denver. Because mm. it's just hard to play in in that atmosphere there. <sighs> Will they be able to stop Lamar Jackson? It is hard to play in this atmosphere here. So I'm not even not even a Broncos <laughs> fan, but I, it, there, there, there is a difference, man. It is. When you come to the Mile High City, there, right. there is a difference. And it's not East Coast all the way to the West Coast, but still, that's that's a lot. It's a lot of time flying in a plane. So I'll take the Broncos, which will be good because they need the statement win here. But man, this will be. Both teams like to run the ball a lot. And Bridgewater has, has been very efficient in moving the ball and that through the air. And that may be the difference maker here because Lamar is 
as great of a football player as he is, he's not necessarily going to air it out well. Like sometimes his receivers, Marquise Brown dropping touchdown passes, don't help him out there. But it may just be that stability, Teddy Bridgewater, just you know, death by was it death by a thousand That's, paper cuts or yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ouch, ouch. And that's yes. exactly what the offense going to do. Give me Denver in this one, but it should be fun because both teams have got to prove something. I agree, and I'm going to go the opposite direction and take Baltimore. Um, I do think he's going to air it out a little bit here. Um, Dyson Williams, he's all right. I mean, their running game situation just isn't great. That's okay, because Lamar will just run it, you know? And so fantasy-wise, you love that. Um, And Denver's D, tough to run against anyway. So I think Lamar is going to be able to do his own little magic, but I do think he airs it out a little bit. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think he could do enough to keep this Denver defense on their heels. And uh, if the Baltimore defense can play well, rattle Bridgewater at all I don't know I see uh I see this being a good game and I'm actually really interested to see because like you said Denver's played nobody nobody and by the way by the way Joe Judge you know I actually didn't mind you as a head coach found you a little bit different interesting uh but then you went on your fucking throne and said hey analytics doesn't win you football games like dude you're fucking oh and four who are you to say what does and does not win fucking football games my friend like you're oh and four you have not won this year what what, why you know what i mean anyway hold Um, on new york hasn't lost their game yet they're still they're just oh and three i'm sorry oh and three (laughs) yes this is true they're playing the saints in well i was gonna say in new orleans but are they they're not back in the superdome yeah they're in new orleans they're they're in in the superdome yep Um, good luck (laughs) yep good luck is fucking bright uh so yeah i think i do think lamar jackson is gonna have a big day i think we're gonna see some mark andrews action i think we're gonna see hollywood brown I'm going to call him that because I think he'll be a little Hollywood this week, make up for his shit last week. So um, I do think it's going to be Baltimore. And uh, yeah, that's the way I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm fucking Joe Judge. Okay. All right. Let's move it along. Let's move it along. I mean, <laughs> okay. I'm going to go. Ah, it's one of two. It's tough. It's tough. Okay. I'm going to go Casey at Philadelphia. Because, because um, I think obviously it's going to be a good fantasy day for the Chiefs. So play your Chiefs. I mean, obviously. Um, I think it's going to be a good one. And I want to see more out of the Eagles. Because the they just got trucked on Monday on, 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 what was it? Sunday night. Is that when we saw those guys? No, that was a Monday night. 
Monday night. Monday night. Yeah, it's fucking it. Thursday. I'm so goddamn out of it. <laughs> it. It is Thursday. So I did that earlier. <laughs> what was it? It was one of the guillotine leagues. I was like, hey, yeah, good matchup. Looks like so-and-so is heading to the guillotine. And somebody was like, doesn't he get the Monday night game points? And I'm like, yep, yep. Nope. I'm a fucking idiot. It's like, <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, okay. So, yes, Monday night. Uh, I said that first, so I got it right first. Why question yourself, right? And go anyway. Okay, so Casey of Philadelphia, I just want to see some improvement. Okay, you heard Jalen Hurts, I gotta flush it. He said, You take the douche, you just flush it, right? That, that was a deucer, and you gotta flush it. And he's all for flushing it. So Jalen Hurts, he's gonna flush that shit and he's gonna move on now. What are you going to do? Okay. Because Casey's defense ain't very good, but the offense is going to come in pissed off and they need to get a win and they're going to get their win. I'm picking KC, by the way, all the way, but I would like to see a better game out of the Eagles and yeah, Jalen Hurts needs to play better, but what the f- Miles Sanders had how many carries last game? I mean, so more Miles Sanders, better play calling, Mr. Sirianni. Like, you seem like a cool dude. You seem like a cool dude. Fucking call better plays, please. Set up your offense better. Bros, come on. There could have been more done. Now, I get it. Dallas jumped on him. I'm not going to get into it. But, it, <laughs> but anyway, so I want. I really want to see more out of Philly, and I trust that we're going to get a better game out of them. I really do. Um, <clears throat> so I do think this could be another high scoring. I mean, you're already, you know you're going to get points out of KC, but I do think Philly's going to look a little bit better this week. So that's what I got to say about that. But the Chiefs take the win. Love it, and you're right. It's going to be a high scoring game because. There is the potential for some garbage time yardage and mm. touchdowns, just like there was in the in their matchup with the Cowboys. Chiefs are gonna they're gonna score their points. I mean, shoot, I mean the Cowboys are a good offense, but if they put up forty plus points on the Eagles, then the Chiefs have the potential to definitely match that. That's mm. the Eagles. Like, probably, man, if the same exact thing happened to Philadelphia this week that happened to them on Monday Night Football, I wouldn't be surprised. They just, that it may be 40-something to 20-something. And then that's, that doesn't even tell people how, how the game went. Like it's going to be even more lopsided than that. By the way, I'm also going Kansas City. It's mm. hard to trust Philadelphia right now. Like, I don't know if they know their identity. Like it's, right. I know that may be a little cliche, but... Mm-hmm. And they, they're beat up along both lines. So there's that too. I mean, so I, you know, can't put all of it on the play calling, you, you know, so everybody's got to step it up. Play calling, uh, offense, defense, wherever the injuries along the lines, dude's got to step up, bring it. Um, so we'll see if they can do it. But they're definitely already at a disadvantage because they're going to have an angry Chiefs team coming in to fill it. So, Aaron, it is your turn then. Yes, yes. Oh, Final man. pick for you, sir. Final pick. It, it is the battle of I'm scrolling up and down these games. There's just trash, just absolute trash. So, but you know what? There, there will be. I'm going to stick with another divisional 
rivalry game here. We got Detroit Lions, Chicago Bears. Both teams are yuck, right? But I love watching DeAndre Swift play. He's mm. one of my top like, three or four guys to just watch play football. I'm not saying something because running back's not always the most exciting position to watch. And Detroit, you know, they've been in just about all these games here. Yeah. They, have, they have been competitive. And it's, oh, man, they're a road team. But this game feels like it's going to be close because the Bears have just been just trash, and that's Matt Nagy for you. And, but and line, Andy Dalton could start. Oh, no, I hope not. Because I, 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 I want to see – I want to see Justin Fields start in this game. Me too. Because the Lions, even though they've been gritty and they have been competitive, they still have a absolutely horrible defense, especially in the secondary. And after that really rough performance from Justin Fields, it'd be nice to give the rookie maybe a game that maybe a little confidence booster there. So just the the intrigue of this game is all of the young talent. There's Justin Fields. There's a DeAndre Swift. There's a, T, a TJ Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. Is this the get right game for Allen Robinson? Poor Robinson. <sighs> right. You can't get, a, well, hopefully they got Justin one. Fields. Yeah, they is got the, one. He's yeah. the first good quarterback, but an entire career of just, you know, Hackenberg and college throwing. Oh, this feels like a game that Chicago does win but it's gonna be close but and i'm only taking them because they're the home team in this one but i i just want to see these young guys play justin fields deandre swift tj hawkinson who's making so much money in prediction strike it's not even funny so let's go chicago bears in this one they they win one of those games that the fans cheer, and hopefully it's Justin Fields as the starting quarterback, and not Dalton getting uh, another win in his career. Sorry, Dalton, you've you've had your time. You know, just be a backup quarterback for the rest of your career. You're right. I, I'm going to go Chicago. I this is one I hadn't made up my mind yet, and I was like, I'll go opposite of whatever Aaron does. But I think more and more I think about it, like being in Chicago, I do think. Detroit's going to end up winning a couple of games that people aren't going to expect because they, that fucking Dan Campbell ankle biter coach of theirs, uh, you know, he, he's got them playing tough as hell or, you know, hard as hell. So I think, um, but yeah, their defense is shit. So, I mean, it, it's uh, hopefully it's Justin Fields. I agree with you. Um, but yeah, I'll take Chicago too. Okay. Moving on. Well, I'm going to go ahead and do it and pick the other game. Uh, that I was picking up my one, my, my two that I had in mind last one. So I'm going to go Pittsburgh at Green Bay. From a football perspective, I just want to see if we're going to get more demise of the Steelers. All their wide receivers are banged up. <clears throat> Claypool, Juju, yeah. Big Ben, as we know, we, uh, you might remember him most recently from falling on his face after throwing the football literally right to a Bengals defender. It was in, is one of the, it's the best sequence of the year. I mean, as far as funny, entertainment wise, I'm just saying that was, was such a funny sequence. Um, 
because I couldn't believe it, that whole thing. Anyway, I'm going to take Green Bay. Obviously, play your studs from Green Bay. Aaron Jones, a little banged up. MVS, MVS, a little banged up. But, uh, you know, you're going to have your Aaron Rodgers, your Devontae. Oh, and A.J. Dillon. So don't be thinking Aaron Rodgers misses that it could be just A.J. Dillon time. Nope. Nope. Because he's banged up too. So let's see how it goes. Again, injury report. Just wait for tomorrow. You'll get the infirmary report video. That's right. That's right. I'm Love excited. That. I'm excited. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so Pittsburgh, I'm just interested to see. I imagine they're going to have healthy bodies and they're going to trap Big Ben out there. And uh, who knows? Maybe Najee Harris will get a fucking another crazy ass game. I don't know. I'm just really, I'm just really interested in watching uh, more of the train wreck that is the 2021 Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm with you 100%. Sometimes it's, it's like a car wreck. Like people always like they turn away from a car wreck, but deep down inside, they want to see the car wreck. Right. Every time you pass by a car wreck, right? Like you know, you have the cops in the inter, you know maybe on the interstate or something, and you, you're slowly driving by, and you just can't help but turn to look at it. And that's what the Pittsburgh Steelers are. They're the train wreck that you just can't help but watch. I mean, you know they're going to be bad on offense. You know Ben Roethlisberger is just just washed. He's just done. It just ain't there. But you can't help but just watch. And not just the division rival fans, like uh, the Browns fans, the Bengals fans, the Ravens fans. Nah, everyone. Like, Roethlisberger's not a very likable person for people that aren't Steelers fans. Like, they're not really rooting for the guy. The guy's been a scumbag in, in his life. It's a little hard yeah. to root for him and feel bad for him. And that's why it's yeah. super easy for everyone to make fun of him. Now on the Green Bay side, oh, the game's in Green Bay. Like this is an easy one. Like picking the Packers. And <laughs> really, like there's not much more I could talk about this game that you haven't talked about here. It's just we're here to watch Ben Rotlisberger just show that prove to the world that just doesn't happen anymore. You know, he's had a long career. Congrats to him on that one. Yeah, it's time to hang him up, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Take a fucking bow or whatever and take your ass on. <laughs> <laughs> Had enough. Had enough of the Big Ben experience. Okay. All right. So we're going to go into rapid fire round for these last games, my friend. Are you ready? I'm ready. We're just going to list yeah. the teams we think they're going to win. Yeah, if you want to say a quick thing or two, I've got the timer set for 30 seconds. I'll restart it every time we go. I got the predator sound to, 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 uh-huh. for the alarm. So we're going to go ahead and I'll just go down my list. Are you ready, my friend? I'm ready. Okay. It's going. It's going. We got Indy at Miami. I've got Indy. I see the Colts. I know Miami's got a tough defense. Brissett was solid last week, but the Colts finally get a win. And I'm going to take Miami in this one. Jacoby Brissett revenge game. Oh, plus, yeah, that's a good point. Plus the secondary for the Dolphins still has a lot of talent, even if they screwed up that first-round pick from two years ago. Give me Miami. Very good point. Very good point. I forgot all about uh, in, in revenge game. 
Okay, we got another 30 seconds going. We got another 30 seconds going. Giants at Saints. I'm, of course, taking the Saints back in the Superdome. Uh, poor Giants. They're just poor Giants. Saquon's banged up. Galladay, just poor Giants. Saints get this one. Go ahead, buddy. Saints, Saints are going to win. Uh, you know what? We'll take the Saints analytics guy over the Giants analytics guy. So. I 100%. I'm going to run this joke into the ground. <laughs> All right. Now, next, we go Houston at Buffalo. I mean, this is pretty easy. I mean, uh, who knows? Maybe there would have been a Tyrod Taylor revenge game in store, uh, but it, it is not to be. It is not to be. We're going to see uh, Davis Mills and Buffalo's going to whoop some booty. Yeah, it's definitely Buffalo on this one. I mean, Houston's, will they even really show up for the game? Or if they, I wonder if they were already just mentally beat. They're like, oh, this is going to be good. Josh Allen's going to throw five touchdowns. You good? You good? There we go. Yeah. I, oh, I heard the noise. I, <laughs> so <you> stop. <laughs> okay. Tennessee at the Jets. Okay. Of course, I'm taking uh, Tennessee because the Jets off of their heads, as we mentioned. Not, not for real people when we say that, for fuck's sake. So definitely taking the Titans, although they're banged up too, man. So go. Oh, geez. I'm going to be different on this one. I'll take the Jets. Ooh, the upset Tennessee. special. The Tennessee defense is susceptible to passes, and the Jets are a home team. That's true. Good point. Good point. All right. We got some different ones going on here. Next, Washington, the Washington Foreskins at the Atlanta Falcons. Let's see. I'm going to go with the Washington football team. They need a game. Falcons, yes, they won last week. Not that impressive. Aaron, what do you think? And the same, Washington's just a better overall team. And uh, I know Heineke was not good last week, but guess what? The Bills' pass defense was really, really good. Something the Falcons' pass defense isn't. That's very true. Very true. Now we got the Monday night game. We will preview it at, uh, you know, at the end of Sunday's pod, or I guess I should say Monday's pod since that's when it will come out, but we'll go ahead and make our picks. Now, Aaron, Las Vegas at the Chargers. You go ahead and go first, buddy. Oh, we're going we're gonna to take the Chargers in this one. They are the better team. They are the home team. Ah, sorry, Raiders. I know I've been picking against you. I picked against you last week. But give me Justin Herbert, a much better Chargers team over the Raiders. Yes, yes, I'm with you. And uh, this could be another fucking high-scoring game, man. So there, there is a handful of high-scoring games uh, this weekend to look forward to for fantasy purposes uh whether it's in your leagues or dfs you know so um yeah yeah good stuff my man i'm sorry i should have got let you start more of those rapid round ones so i wasn't always going first and then you always stopping as soon as you hear the predator sound like you really hear a fucking predator hey that's what you do (laughs) that's what i'm saying (laughs) okay all right yeah that was good stuff all right excellent Excellent, Aaron. I think we're set up for a good week four of football. And, uh, you know, there is definitely some crap games in there, huh? But there's definitely a lot of good stuff and some intrigue that doesn't even necessarily pertain to a ton of fantasy. 
Well, I guess you never know. You just never know. A lot of revenge games. Revenge games, teams getting their first wins. This is going to be crazy. Brady Bill. Look, this is this this is nuts. This is nuts. So I'm excited. And tonight kicked us off, man, with a really good uh game between the Bengals and the Jags. Bengals with the comeback win. Hey, here we go. It's uh we're about to get this was always after week four. It's like that first quarter of of the of the season is gone. And it's like I was just thinking about it earlier. It's like fuck already, man. It, it feels like it's flown by this first little chunk of the season. We're at work week four already, but uh, yeah, yeah, it is crazy, my man. It is crazy. All right, buddy, what you got? You got any any final thoughts? Well, I've got to make sure. Hey, the Dynasty Wonderland folks, you've got to help us out here. If you enjoy, if you enjoy our show, make sure to subscribe on YouTube at That's right. on Ryan's page. It's Ryan MK Mad. Uh, what is it? Ryan MK Chatter. Is that your YouTube? channel name i i always type in type in dynasty <laughs> wonderland you're going to find ryan's page make sure to subscribe it, it helps and also you find us on any podcast streaming spotify Castbox, anything well are we on itunes i don't have an iphone but we on itunes yes we're on uh, iTunes. apple music apple podcast whatever it is um yeah all the different spotify pandora find us pretty much on just about anywhere when it comes to podcasts and the support helps so any any follow subscriptions any likes you know we're, we're here to have a good time and to help you guys win some leagues yes that is right and speaking of everyone good luck sunday we're gonna get the hell out of here well said aaron very good discussions hey that was a good ass pod. That was a good ass pod. I mean, we we usually feel like we have a good ass pod, so like it's not unusual, you, you know. But anyway, everyone, nightcaps. Thank you once again for joining. Until Sunday, stay safe, stay vigilant, stay mad because the rest of us are. And we'll chat soon. Ta ta for now. Later.